Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. New theme Thursday, the theme of the day. The women, the ladies. International Women's Day was yesterday. Um, we didn't get a chance to celebrate yesterday because we were celebrating um, the midweek movie music. And it was New Jack City. Uh, a lot of ladies in New Jack City, too, that we should we were celebrating. Uh, but that is the theme for New Theme Thursday. It's all about the ladies. And we did find out, doing did some deep diving for my man Harge, that it's international. It's like Women's Month. The well. entire month. The whole damn month. Air, so, air so shout out to the ladies out there. Right after Black History Month, we celebrate the ladies. Uh, Texture says, hell, at least y'all got a month. We ain't got nothing but Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> which got nothing to do with nothing. Uh, that's not true. Cinco de Mayo is a purpose for Cinco de Mayo. You know what I mean? Hello. And my man uh, Patrick doing some deep diving found out when is National Hispanic Heritage? Hispanic Heritage Month is September 15th through October 15th. There we go. See? We got you. We got to make sure that we celebrate National Hispanic Heritage Month when it rolls around. Yep, Don't yep. forget about that. That's, I knew that was a thing because I'm a Spurs fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because they wear them special jerseys during that time. I was aware of that one because of being a Spurs fan. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like that. There you go. All right. So remember that. Why did, Why does that start in like the, the middle, like the eyes? Why I have no idea. In the middle. No idea. Maybe they were like, we don't want to share a month. So we'll sh- like half of months. Yeah, that- I don't know, but we've we've done it, and we I know we've done it uh, with UT ba- uh, UT football. We we've done for the Spanish broadcast we've had, and I was like, oh yeah. And then I remember how it was in the middle of the month because they were like, mm-hmm. hey, can we run these ads? I'm like, why are you sending me at the middle of the month? Are y'all <laughs> running late? And I was like, oh no, it is actually the middle of the, the month. The middle of the month. Uh, okay. Yeah, who started that? That come on, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, go on, do the do the proper thing and start with the whole month. Now we gotta you know go in the middle of the month. Uh, you know what? I guess the advantage is you got two months. There it is. Yeah. You can celebrate in two different months. Okay. There you go. There you go. Right, a loophole there. I, I feel like that it. for I like Hispanic it. Heritage Month coming up uh, in September during football season. I like that. All right. Um, actually, that means during my birthday. There it is. Hispanic Heritage Month. See. Bo- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, my brother. <laughs> uh, so it says, is Slovak American Month? I don't know. We, I'm sure there is one. Yeah. There's one Native American month. I'm sure everybody gets I, I, month. The best I can find is that in August of '93 and August of '94 were a Slovak American uh, American months. I don't know if it was a continuing thing past 1994 though. Oh, well, they should continue it. But and, you know what? Just claim August. And, and August exactly. is when they did it. So claim, claim August. Claim a month. Nobody else is claiming. No doubt. All right, because I think Gay Pride Month is June. It's June. So yeah, you can't claim. You found that. that out. <laughs> you, can, yep. you can piggyback on the other. Month, there's like every month is like forty five things. Because we talked. Yes. What did we talk to Tyler yesterday? That's true. Yep. Good point. Yep. You're right about that. It's only like twelve uh, multiple, months, and there's a lot of things. Multiple sclerosis awareness month yeah, exactly. is also March with the ladies. That's right. Women's month. Okay. Yeah. You know yeah, what? You have multiple hey, things. How about that Slovak American? Hey, y'all can. Yeah, you know what? Black, Black History Month. You we'll share it with you. You can. You, it's short. It's there it is. You can. You can jump on that too. You can also have Slovak American Month with Black History Month. How about that? Come I'll, on. I'll talk to the coalition. It's a party. It's a party. Har- Har- I'll talk to the coalition. Hey, see if we can get something done for we're you. We gonna trade. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> All time great skit, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, we're off a little bit early. Uh, that's probably why we're acting a little crazy. Uh, we're <laughs> off a little bit early, so everybody's feeling good. We're off at five thirty, and we're feeling good about Texas basketball. Uh, they're going to be taking on o- Texas men's basketball, taking on Oklahoma State. We will get to previewing that matchup coming up uh, in the uh, five o'clock, top of the five o'clock, and we're off at five thirty. Harge, what you got for the people coming up in Harge Knock Life? We're going to talk a little bit about the game at the University of Texas last night as they beat Murray and preview the games for tomorrow. 
Because they oh, take like on that. the Manhattan Jaspers, and a lot of people don't know much about Manhattan. Oh, I like that. There you go. Oh, someone says Mexican independence is September 16th. Mm. There you go. Yeah, we're going to find there. something else out there, man. Hey, man, celebrate it all. I'm down with it. Celebrate it all. If I it's like a it. party, I'm there. Uh, let's talk Texas, speaking of celebrations, uh, let's talk Texas Pro Day because a lot of those guys are hopefully celebrating some great Pro Day results because they need them. If they want to increase their draft stock and they want to uh, accomplish their dreams of being mm-hmm. NFL players, like a lot of these guys want to play at the next level. Um, and so the participants in Pro Day, uh, and by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm taking stuff from Joe Cook, <clears throat> who does a really good job. So I'll, uh, shout out to Joe Cook at Joseph Cook 89. Uh, so inside Texas, he does a really good job. And my man Jeff Howe, who you hear on Light the Towers with Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns, from 10 to noon, also did a really good job covering uh, the Combine. So you can go oh, – sorry, the Combine, the Pro Day. We count, it counts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you can go check out his results too. That's kind of where I, I piece with everything. He's at Jeff Howe 247, and you can go check out uh, some of his nuggets from the uh, Texas Pro Day as well. The participants in the Texas Pro Day, I'll just break those down really quickly. Jaleel Billingsley, the tight end participated uh keandre cole well these are the guys that were there not all of them did actual testing there but they did show up there uh keandre coburn anthony cook deshaun jameson roshan johnson Tariq milton moral ojimo demarvion overshone Bijan robinson and daniel trejo uh was mm-hmm. there as well uh, as the punter so i don't i guess you do punt yeah i guess you just go out you there you gotta show them yeah, that you got, got that boom with it. <laughs> uh so here are some of the results from the texas pro day uh actually here's some of the nuggets i should say uh, i mean quandre diggs showed up so shout out to quandre diggs out there um i always it's, it's weird seeing quandre diggs it just it makes me feel a certain way about myself it does because i remember him as a big head little kid <laughs> quinn jammer's little brother in the locker room so that's that's my first like really vi- like seeing him like the visual it's still yep. stuck in my head and every time I see him now I can't lose it because right. I see and I see him all the time I'm like man your head was the si- that same size <laughs> when you was in life that's why you was like, now your head you know, your body's caught up with your head it's great but back then the head was the same that's size what he tell you I ain't little no more oh man no he's <laughs> but no he, I, obviously he's one of my favorite players also uh, in the NFL too he's a damn good player but he was there so you got it's, it's also you know kind of a reunion too a lot of the players from the league they show up and come support the guys David Ash was throwing at the pro day he, he was throwing for the players. Right, right, right. He wasn't throwing to try to get a shot in the NFL, but he was out there throwing for the players. So that's pretty good. Because I think he's done that before. Yeah. Just as a guy that. He's the guy that everybody knows <laughs> that if he comes out there, he throws a beautiful football. He's going to make you look good. Probably spend some time with them as well. So I, I think it's good for him to go out there and still be around the program because you don't ever really hear much about. David Ash anymore. Straight Ash homie. That's right. Straight Ash homie. I love you it. know what I want to ask David Ash when I see him every time? And I have never done it because I don't see David Ash that often. Right. That's what I'm saying. But he disappears. I, I want to ask him, hey, where in your house do you have the photo of Beyonce wearing number 14 jersey? Yeah. Because I would have it up in my house. I, I would tell my wife. I don't give a damn. My wife would love it, actually. She's a less Beyonce. Um, she would only, if she, she if she's going to go that way, she would do it with Beyonce. Right, right, right. But uh, I, I would have it up everywhere. Your, if, if Beyonce wore number 21 at one time oh, in Texas, oh. it'd be on my phone. 
I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, Beyonce, screensaver. Check screensaver <laughs> number twenty-one. That'd be on my phone. I'd have posters up around the right. house of it randomly. We'd have them up in here. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'd have them up everywhere. I was like, so do you have it anywhere, David? I know you probably, maybe you're a happily married man. I'm not even sure what his status is, but man, I would it's have in the man cave if he is. Come on, man. The right. Beyonce photo wearing the fourteen oh, yeah. jersey. It's clean. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, just get that's what I would ask David Ash. But anyway, David Ash was there throwing uh, some of the updates from my man uh, Jeff Howe. Um, is uh, he, he pointed out that the list of teams Kendra Coburn has met with is really long. Um, also, DeMarvion Overshawn reported that he's met, told them he's met with a lot of teams. And Jeff House said he was told that 32 NFL teams had a representative at the pro day. Right. That's pretty good. That's actually, there have been pro days that, unfortunately, all NFL teams did not feel it was worth their while to get out there um, to, to the Texas Pro Day. I'm glad that all 32 teams seem invested in uh, the talent that Texas has on campus. Uh, he also uh, looked at 40 times, um, and these are unofficial. All these right. are unofficial because right. they are not scouts and they don't have the... You know, they don't have the same times the scouts have unless they are talking to some scouts. But the times that my man Jeff Howe put down for 40s for Jaleel Billings, he, had a, he said a 4 5 8. Uh, Anthony Cook, 4 5 8. Mm. Deshaun Jameson, 4 4 5. And Tariq Milton had him at a 4 5 3. So you said 4 4 5 for Antoine Jameson? I mean, Deshaun Jameson? Yeah. That's what that's, that's what he had. Yeah, that's I, good. I'll look at Joe Joe Cook. I'll give yeah. you Joe Cook's times too, because you got another another party. Deshaun he said Deshaun Jameson's times were four four eight and four five five. So <clears throat> you got two. He's has, he, so basically to a mid to a high four four is what both Joe Cook and Jeff Howe had for Deshaun Jameson. Yeah. Okay. And my man Je- Joe Cook, I love it. he puts his iPhone stopwatch timing yeah. <laughs> from, from an offline view aggregated by me, Mike Rhodes, CJ Vogel of Football Brainiacs, uh, Jeff Howe, Alex Dunlap also of Orange Blues. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah we, we had to put it together. Formally, yeah, you had yeah. to put it all together. What there. you get? What you get? What, what you, you get? <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Um, his times were Jaleel Billingsley, 40 yard dash, 452 and a 46. He had Anthony Cook at a 459 and a 465. Yeah, I see that. Harsh made a face. Did I, I, y'all probably see it on the Twitch stream when, yeah. when I read off those times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, someone says David Ash is now a financial advisor in nice, town. Nice, nice. Oh, in his office. Does he have a picture yeah, of that, Beyonce better. wearing the 14 jersey? Let me, tell you how to make, let me tell you how to manage your money. <laughs> Damn, there it is right what? there. <laughs> For real. Please tell me David yeah. Ash has that. All right, somebody who knows him. Hit me on the Specs X line. 512-337-3776. Thank you, CB. He sent me the photo. Oh, Man, yeah. Isn't that a great picture? Yeah. That's fantastic. That thing mm. never that just never gets old. I Man, love that and photo. I can see Blue's uh afro too, so you know that was fresh <laughs> right after she had the baby, baby walking around. She was yeah, that was a great picture. That's a great point too. That it does not a, look like she just had a baby. Nah. Uh anyway, getting back to I'm distracted. Getting back to uh <laughs> Anthony Cook's forty time. This is why, because listen, that's not a that's not a great time. Let's just be honest here. Uh, four five nine and four six five. It's that's gonna really it's gonna hurt Anthony Cook more so than and then help him. What I will say is gonna help Anthony Cook, and it helped out guys like P.J. Locke. Um, it helped out guys like Adrian Phillips when they got to the NFL. And I remember saying this very same thing about those guys, and it, they end up making NFL rosters, and now they're hell, they're NFL vets at this point. He. His versatility and the fact that he was at times forced, uh, but then at times moved around the secondary. He's played safety. He's played corner. 
He probably could line up and play nickel if they needed him to. Uh, that's going to help him in the NFL. Yep. They like guys who have versatility. You manufacture depth that way, but also they like guys who can play multiple positions. Now, in the NFL, he probably won't be playing corner with that speed. Nope. <laughs> but it does show high football IQ, a guy who can play multiple spots in the secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's important. That's important for him because you got to be able to show some versatility, right? You want to make sure that you can say, I'm not going to play this position, but I can help you at this. I can do something different here. There's so many different ways. The main thing, and you, you can speak to this, Rod, you just want to be on the roster. You just want to mm-hmm. make a roster and then everything else will take care of itself. Once you get there, it's about you staying there. That's the most important part about it. Totally agree. Uh, trust me, as a guy who's trying to stay there, it wasn't easy for me. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it is not easy. Uh, Moro uh, Ojimo, uh, Kendrick Coburn. Uh, did we go through all the 40 times? Tariq Milton. Sorry, I may have missed him. 4-5-5 five, five and a 4-5-3. Yep. Uh, that was one of the 40 times that Joe Cook had listed too. for him. Um, what was his vert? Uh, I think it was 37. Okay. Yep. Uh, yes, broad jump listed here by my man Joe Cook. Nine feet, ten inches. And he mm. said he did that twice. Uh, Deshaun Jameson's broad jump they have here at, at some of my man Joe Cook has it 10 feet, 3 inches. Uh, like I said, Anthony Cook, he's got his broad jump at 10 foot, 1 inches, or 10 foot, 5 inches on his second one, uh, which is pretty good. Jaleel Billingsley, 9 foot, 9 inch broad jump for him. Uh, Moro Ojimo actually um, decided to pass on a lot of the drills, too. He didn't do really any of the drills because he had his times, which were great, by the way, from the combine. Remember right. I told you he's top five in at the combine for interior linemen, D tackles, bench, broad jump, vertical, and his ten yard split were all tied tied or top five at Smart the combine. Smart by him. Yeah, so he didn't need to do anything. He was great. Rashawn thirty four point thirty four and a half. Thirty four and a half Ooh, for okay. Tariq Milton. Yeah, there you for go. Tariq That's Milton. not bad. It's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, and Deshaun Jameson was thirty three in his yeah. vert. And Anthony Cook was thirty four. So Actually, Jaleel Billingsley probably is the one that impressed the most. If you're looking at all the times mm-hmm. and everything, I mean, he had a 36-inch vertical. Um, and this is a guy, I guess he, the, the measurements, they have him at 220, 6'4", 220. Yep. And to have a guy with that kind of size exploding for a 36-inch vertical and also running around 4.52 or mid to, mid mm-hmm. to low 4.5s uh, is what Joe Cook has him as, that's yep. pretty good. I mean, that'll, that'll turn some NFL heads and at least have some NFL guys think, let's bring him into camp. Yeah. See what he looks like. Uh, let's see if, because he doesn't have much on film from Texas or really even Alabama. I mean, he's yep. got some Alabama film, but not much at all. So if he's running four or five mid to, you know, high four or fives or mid to low four or fives, that'll get him into camp, no question. Right. And that's all you need. That's all you need is that, that opportunity to be there, to be able to get yourself in the league because once you're in, you got more opportunities coming to you because you got to make it there, right? You get there, they're going to give you a call from another team, they're going to give you a call from another team because you did have that opportunity to get there. So if you can get there and try to contribute right away, a lot of it's special teams. Do whatever it takes to stay on that on that roster and get them checks, and then more film you have, better opportunity you get. Yep. Uh, I'm surprised that Rojo didn't run another 40, but I figured he must have been told that your 40 is not a concern. Right. It's not a concern. Meaning you might not run a great 40 at the combine, but nobody has thought to themselves, oh, I need to see him run a faster time for me to draft him higher. 
So that so he's he didn't really run any for he did do drills. I see there is actually some footage of him doing drills on both or on my man Jeff Howe's uh, Twitter account too. If you can go check that out at Jeff Howe two four seven. So um, that there you go. A little wrap up of the pro day. Nothing spectacular. Yeah, I mean that's that. There, I, I mean I thought there would be more mm. uh, faces there, but. Not really. There wasn't that many that was there as far as the players that might have an opportunity uh, to do some things. I saw that the reps on the bench weren't as high as most, um, especially, no, you know what I'm saying? They weren't, that wasn't something that I guess either they didn't work on that part of it or they were like, this is all I got for you and be able to go out there and still be able to perform. So it, 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 it's, it's challenging for sure. And there's yeah. a lot of pro days that are gonna, mm-hmm. going on moving forward too yeah no it is i uh and i think all 32 teams showing up is i think that's pretty that's a pretty big deal for texas yep. having all 32 teams represented um but yeah i didn't see an a performance by any of the players particularly and maybe Jalil billingsley is that guy but that would stand out as a for a scout right to think oh i want to take a chance on this guy but all you got to do is Know, get into a camp, and maybe those guys will get turn into the camp. Will turn some heads, but most of the guys who were invited to the combine, I think those are the guys who will benefit the most uh, from this process. And all those guys chose Demarvin Overshawn, Ojemo, Kendrick Coburn, Rojo, Bijan. I think most of them chose to stick with their combine numbers. Yeah, well, because those they are were happy with their combine. Quote numbers. unquote, the most official, right? Yes, and they, and they were like, oh, I did, I did well enough. And to your point, maybe he did get a conversation and said. Speed is not what we're worried about with you. It's either that or he was advised not to do it. Right. You know, he was just advised. Rojo was advised not to run. Like I said, Rojo would be the only one I thought may have wanted to put a better forty time down there because I think he's faster than the what was it a four four five eight yeah something like yeah, that he four, was five, a four five eight, eight. something like that yeah. high. I think he's faster than that. I think we all see that via the eye test, and maybe that's just football speed. But right. I thought he might want to put something faster on paper, but his agent probably told him, "No, no, no, I'm advising against that." You're in a great spot. bro. You're in a great spot. Yep, uh, and I think he. Is in a good spot. I would love to have Rojo. I hope the Texans draft Rojo. Hope the Cowboys draft Rojo. I hope Rojo. the Cowboys draft both, him. Both Cowboys yeah. Texans could have used Rojo. No There's doubt. a Rojo on their team. No doubt. Um, so uh, we'll get into some more spring football uh, nuggets. Uh, we'll get into that coming up, obviously, tomorrow. We'll have more. They didn't practice today. They're practicing again tomorrow. A lot of the NFL scouts that came in town, not a lot of them, some of them, if their schedule permits, sometimes they stay. Yep. And they just watch that extra practice. And it's Austin, they, Texas, baby. And it's Austin, Texas. <laughs> but they like to get that extra, you know, they, they like to get that, you know, that jump start, really, that, you know, that start on really, you know, the young guys who may be coming up, the JT Sanders, your Kelvin Banks, your Xavier Worthies, yep. um, those types of guys, if they can kind of get a, a start, an early start on evaluating those guys, some of the scouts choose to do it if they have the time. So I'm sure that will happen tomorrow too. So we'll have some updates on Texas spring football uh, tomorrow. But what you got coming up for the people on Hard Knock Life? I'm going to talk a little bit about the Texas Rangers, but mostly I'm going to talk about the Texas Longhorns baseball team. They got a win last night and we're going to touch on it just a little bit as they prepare to take on the Manhattan Jaspers on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What's a Jasper? That's been the biggest question that everybody's been asking. Interesting. I'm still trying to figure that out. And I've even looked at the mascot for three days and I still don't I still don't know. I have to Google it. Where where are they? Manhattan. What where New York. 
It, it, it's, Man- yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's New York, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I mean, the little no, 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 no. Manhattan, Kansas. Nah, so I was, yeah, I, not I, the I little know. apple. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Where, what Manhattan is it? Yeah. Okay, so the, and the Jasper. Okay, yeah. spec text line. If you know what a Jasper is, or if you're from that school, yeah, five, yeah. yeah maybe you are Jasper. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, five one two three three seven three seven seven six. I'd love to know how does Craig Wade knows what a Jasper is. He's not going to be doing the game this weekend. Craig's right. got basketball. He still knows what it is. Oh, he definitely knows I, what it is. If he didn't have such a big game to call, I'd text Craig right now and ask yeah. him, what the hell is a oh, Jasper? Oh, he's probably listening, and he'll definitely hit us <laughs> with the answer, man. We need to know what a Jasper is. All right, yeah. I'll look that up. Uh, we come back. We have Harsh Knock Life right here on 104.9 The Horn. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. But in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to the new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's day, day late. International Women's Day. I don't want them getting mad at us. We knew about y'all yesterday. We celebrated. But it was midweek movie. Yeah, we talked about the we lady talked about the who ladies. was pregnant, nine exactly. months pregnant, and ran a mile in under six minutes. Actually, five minutes and 17 seconds. Hello. Nine months pregnant. There we go. Exactly. We did speak on it. Girl power. We, we, hey. Damn right. We ran the world. That's how they said. <laughs> you can follow me at Hardball Hard. You can follow my man at Rob Babers. And, of course, the man behind the glass. You can follow him. Him at it's Patrick Davis. You can also hit us up on the Specs text line 512 337 3776. I wanted to touch on this a little bit because the Texas baseball team, University of Texas baseball team, beat Mercer last night in a um, highly contested battle. Not really. Texas just decided to open up a can <laughs> on them, beat them 11 to 3. They had uh, 15 hits. You got finally got. Dylan Campbell to get a bunch of hits. He got three. But the story was Ryan Galvan, uh, the catcher. He had he went three for four with a home run and four RBIs. This is a young man from mm-hmm. Sinton who played for Adrian Alanese, former pitcher at the University of Texas, who is now the head coach there and a state champion. He's somebody that we have been waiting to get his opportunities to play. They used him last night behind the plate. And that's what I keep talking about. As far as some of these young players getting acclimated, playing more games, getting more reps, the timing of the pitches and everything that's going to be involved with it, they are, they just need to see pitches and play games. That's what it's going to take for a lot of these guys because the speed of the game has changed quite a bit, but it's still baseball. Hit it, catch it, throw it, mm. catch it again. You got to go out there and put the ball in play. Last night, they put the ball in play. They uh, Mercer committed two errors. And that is how the ball got rolling. You got a chance to see a lot of players go out there and get a chance to play. Eric Kennedy with a double. Dylan Campbell with a double. Porter Brown with a double. Galvan with the home run. uh, Dylan Campbell with two stolen bases. I mean, you got a chance to see so many different things. And these guys are starting to get those reps. Now they're they're headed into the weekend. We can call this a streak, right? When you win two games in a row, you got yourself a streak going. We're going to go with that right now. I thought Well, we're headed in that direction. Uh, Three's got to be the streak, right? We're working towards it. I hope so. Whatever we can do to get this team in a good spot, that's what I'm looking at. Get to 500. Get to the 500. And right now, they're they're sitting at six and seven this weekend. They will play the Manhattan Jaspers. And thank you for everyone that has uh, sent in the response because we know that the Jaspers is a person, brother Jasper, brother Jasper. He's a brother. Well, I mean, in the sense of the word. 
He is a brother. That's, that's what I'm saying. In the sense of What's the his word. name? Is yeah, brother, brother Jackson. Jasper. Brother, brother Jasper. Jasper. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. the one who. He's not a brother, but he's brother. yeah. He is brother. We're all brothers. Yeah, right on, <laughs> right on. So they get they're going to come into town this weekend and take on the Texas Longhorns. They're they they're not very good guys. So I'm just going to be honest with you. And Texas <laughs> needs to understand that this is not a team that you should um, take lightly, but. You should go out there and wear them out and wear them out quickly okay. is what I'm looking for right. because there's so much to uh, to unwind with this team. They're 3-8. and eight. They played Stetson. They played Cal State, uh, uh, Bakersfield, Lehigh, and Maryland Gulf Shore. I mean, East Shore, Eastern Shore. Yeah, those aren't teams that they're going to be used to seeing when they come over this way and play the University of Texas. My biggest question is how did they get on the schedule for us? You know what I'm saying? Like you look out there and you see different teams. This this is a team that is in the from the Bronx, and they're coming down here to play, and it's just not is it about recruiting. About, I don't know if it is, it is about, recruiting? about recruiting. Are you trying to get like a footprint in the East Coast recruiting? They would have to, right? Is it something like that. But, like, I don't would, know. but I would think you would want to go out there yeah, to be able to see that. But anyway, they're on the schedule, and you can only play who's on your schedule. Um, and I believe that Texas should go into this weekend looking for a sweep. This should be that point. And so you asked me earlier in the week, and you said, what do you expect? I expect by the end of this weekend, Texas is two games above 500. Okay. So that nice. is where I'm looking like and headed into next week and being able to go up against your next opponent and continuing to push because you'll play another team on Tuesday, North Dakota State. You will play them on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then you play New Orleans. New Orleans, that following weekend, go to Incarnate Word and then open that home series on the 24th against Texas Tech. Um, on the pitching side of things, Ace Whitehead got an opportunity to start. Ace has been that guy. Well, you were talking about it yesterday, Rod. He better be an ace and live up <laughs> to that name. He went two and a third innings, pitched well, uh, had his moments. But like anything else, he still got the win because Texas got out in front enough that when yeah. you look back at it, they didn't have a chance to beat him. So he, this is what we're talking about right now. So they went through the bullpen. They used Heston Toll, Max Grubbs, Sam Walbridge, uh, Andre Duplantier. And, uh, He's like six guys. Yeah, and Chris Stewart also. Game. But this is a time where these guys have to go out there and maximize their innings yeah. because you're now vying for this spot. Because as we talked about, once we get to conference play, it's all hands on deck, and you got to be in that lineup, and I got to be able to turn to you and trust you in certain moments. So this is the time that these kids really need to put their foot down and say, I want to be your guy that you go to all the time. Okay. There's a lot of opportunities. You know it as well as I do. When you get a chance to, to track this, that's what you do, and, and this is their time to be able to do so. No, that's a good. That's a good point because they have this. It was a. Uh, it was fourteen. It's fourteen straight games they're gonna have at home. Fourteen right? they, games they at play, home. Already played. Was it one or two? They played two. Two already. Yeah, and then uh, they're getting ready to go to five this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, you said you wanted to see them above five hundred. I did. Uh, by the by the end of the week. Yes. You said that should be an easily attainable goal. That is where considering they should the opponent. be. Exactly. So we don't even need to discuss panic buttons. No, not right now. So don't. Yeah, there you go. Don't even look so at the panic Patrick's button. We're good. just making Patrick, it happen. Patrick, Patrick take the work. weekend off. You ain't got to relax. Trying bro. to get a panic button. We'll holler know. at you next week when, yeah. when things start to heat up a little bit, and mm-hmm. maybe they have some little bumps in a row. But hey, man, 
Just right now, so, let's keep it doing what we're doing. So you're expecting the brooms. I'm expecting then the brooms. Then to break out the brooms. Exactly. On them. Okay. Exactly. And I said I was going to talk a little bit about the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers are 6-8 and eight right now in spring training. That's part of it. They're, they're still working their way out, out of some of these things. But some of the players that you probably need to start paying attention to, and a lot of people in Austin or Round Rock remember this name, and he got a chance to play a lot last year. And I told you when he first got called up, I said, they need to start calling up some of these guys from Round Rock because if you're going to let those guys develop, they need to develop in the big leagues because you're not trying to win right now. You weren't built to win right now. You need to get those guys some at back so they can get the most experience because they're going to be your guys. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. And Bubba Thompson has continued to show that he is going to be a guy that is going to be in the big leagues and he's going to be a valuable part of the success that they have. Right now he's doing some good work. He had a home run the other day. He's only hitting 235, but it's just going to be his speed when he gets a chance to play. If he's in that lineup, he's going to be bringing back what I was talking about, being able to steal bases, being able to put pressure on people and continue to grow as well. And then on the pitching side of things, you still got to wait for uh, Jacob DeGrom to get better. Mm-hmm. I still believe Taylor Hearn's going to be a big part of the success. He was there early in the year last year being a starter because they didn't have good starting pitching at the very beginning. Obviously, Martin Perez is still going to be a guy. Martin, Martin Perez. <laughs> um, we don't know what Kumar Rocker and uh, Jack Leiter are going to be able to do, but Uvalde's going to be there as well. They are going to start pitching a little bit more towards the end of training camp. I think when when I'm there on Tuesday for training camp, or Monday actually, Monday for a game, I think that uh, one of those guys are going to be the starting pitching. So I'll be able to give you a firsthand report of those guys pitching next week and let you know what my thoughts are moving forward for the Texas Rangers and not only the Texas Rangers, but the uh, Round Rock Express as well. I love this texture. Jasper's here for the barbecue. That's what they're here for, dog. <laughs> and they're getting away from that cold weather. Getting away from that cold. That might That's be. Right. That actually may be the biggest reason right there. Like, yep. nah, actually, you know, we got we're a private school. We got some cash. Let's just come on let's down. Just here. go down to yeah. Texas, have a little fun, and you know what? Sixth Street, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, what you don't want them is uh, for them to uh, catch Texas slipping. No doubt. So Texas got to be on their p's and q's up against the. Jaspers. Brother, can we call him Brother Jaspers? Brother Jasper. Against the Manhattan Brother Jaspers. J- Brother Jaspers? I mean, that's, that's right. what the, that's what a Jasper is. It's from Brother Jasper. I'm going to have so I much get... fun tomorrow with Roger Wallace calling this game. Yeah, so you should. Man, are Roger, you going to refer to him as the Brother Jaspers? I'm going to say, hey, uh, when he calls it, we're going to give you the Manhattan Jaspers. I said, Put the brothers in it. <laughs> put the, you know what? Show them some respect. Exactly. And put, put the, the brother Jaspers in it. In it it's brother Jaspers is what they are. Yeah, you know, that. I've been to Jasper, Alabama. Oh. There were no brothers. <laughs> there I wasn't to be seen. Yeah. A lot of the brothers in Jasper, Texas left too. Yeah, they're gone too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, ding, like, ding. We good? Ding, ding. Are we good? We good. Yeah, so, I'm going to uh, go to the outskirts. <laughs> I'm going to Beaumont. <laughs> Ironically, the brothers stay away from the Jaspers. But brothers the Jaspers and they are playing the That's Longhorns right. coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, not sure, yeah, tomorrow and then yep. the weekend. They got a weekend That's series right. versus them, three games. All right, uh, that's Hard Jack Life. We'll come back. We'll get into uh, the off the record. Hard sent this. I saw this guy in a movie just last weekend, and it was a sports movie. Turns out it was the biggest opening for a sports movie in American cinema history, and now. 
He's probably. I think he's going to be the marquee featured star in another sports film coming up. We'll come talk on about now. that when we come back right here on ball, uh, on off the record, uh, right here on Ball Don't Lie, one four nine the home. D D Mega Doo I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a rainbow and comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, good sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Time for another Off the Record. Uh, I went to the movies last week. Told you guys I went to go see the new Creed. And Jonathan Majors is in it as the the villain, basically, in the movie. I won't spoil too much of it and let you know exactly what. But I will say this. I do think he his performance is worthy of being discussed as one of the great sports movie villains out there. A lot of people that saw it said the same thing that you said yeah, yesterday man. about they got Mike Tyson vibes from him. Yes, there's a very it's it's, it's basically a Clubber Lang, uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's kind of it's, it's it's an amalgamation I think in terms of the character, but I think he did a really good job. Yeah, he kind of leaves you on pins and needles, um, and how they might they might explore it again depending on how they want to do the next creep. But anyway, um, Jonathan Majors is blowing up right now, um, not only from the Creed uh, opening, which by the way was the best box office opening for a sports movie in American cinema history. So Hello. it's a pretty big opening for a sports movie. Well, now Jonathan Majors, maybe he's getting a little bit of a, you know, a little thing for sports movies. Uh, maybe maybe figures this can be kind of a niche for him. I don't know. He's doing lots. He's doing Marvel movies, too. He's all over the place. Yeah, he's a stud. So apparently there's a new project that has, uh, the report is leaking him as the uh, main star in a new project that is going to be about Dennis Rodman's notorious, infamous Vegas trip. The and, uh, It says, in a recent interview shared by the Associated Press, as seen below, Major spoke about how slow and steady uh, the process behind the part had been. He said, hopefully I get to sit with him and chat with him. He said, when we get closer, I'll try to get the script right. He said, all these things, all the industry things. He said, I never really put a ceiling on myself, but this is definitely a role where I'm definitely going to make sure I'm pushing that ceiling out because he demands that. He, talking about Dennis Rodman, he said, you know what? He's such a full individual, and he's going to demand a lot. I've got to figure out how to get that. So Jonathan Majors is going to be playing Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. in a new movie focused on that Vegas trip. And I think they're calling it uh, that 48 Hours in Vegas, I think, is one of the, the titles that's been leaked out. But I don't know if it's going to be that, but it may be called 48 Hours in Vegas. Right. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about Jonathan Majors. Don't forget, he went from Cedar Hill. He graduated from Duncanville in 2008. But mm-hmm. he also had some time where guess where he guess where he lived for a little bit. Uh, uh, Georgetown, I think. There it is. Yeah, like yeah. outside the ATX. Yep. He's been bouncing around a little bit. Well, it makes yep. sense because Austin's you, a film town. Are you missing? He's claiming him. No, I wasn't. I was oh, trying. I was trying to set it up. Five, he's he's was, trying uh, to claim. Oh, no, that was, no, that's five one go, two. That's five one right. two. I, I, I think you were trying to claim him. No, he I was, probably, trying, I was no, trying to he, set it up no, like I was going. He, to. You're right, Patrick. He definitely gonna do it before you called him out. He was getting ready to claim Jonathan Major. Like he's claimed Elvis. I, I, heard, he, I heard he didn't like to go into Austin. He liked to come yeah. up. 
to Harker Heights and Colleen. And they and like, Jackie Robinson at one time. Yeah, so Elvis. Elvis. They were all there. He's yeah, playing Elvis. Right. 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 Elvis. Right. I think he tried to claim Tupac one day, but I had to he shout was you around. Out. He was around. He was around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll uh, get around. <laughs> uh, no, I man, I, I will say Jonathan Majors, really, he's a really talented dude. I mean, yeah. he's talented. And yeah, the Marvel Universe, he's playing like Kane, like the Conqueror, I think, in yep. the Marvel Universe. And he's in that, um, man, the um, Loki. He's yep, in yep, Loki, yep, too. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, man, he's everywhere right now. He's the guy right now. Yeah, he's all he's, over the he's place. He's been really, really good. And I've seen a couple things that he was on. I forgot the name. Lo, uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Yeah, on HBO. I saw it on HBO. Yeah, he's it was good really good. Too. I was like, what What am I watching? Uh, you know, because I don't normally get into those type of movies. Or or series? Yeah, it's based on like a I don't know like a graphic novel yes, or something from yes. back in the day, and, and like I was some like science Wait a fiction minute, movies what in, back in the day. world. Yeah, no, yeah. It, yeah, he's into a lot of stuff, but uh, apparently really talented, and yes, has spent some time here in Central Texas, and Harge. Tried to claim him. Nah, I didn't. He wanted hey, to no, claim him. Hey, no, I didn't. My, hey, wait, wait. Read the my, text line, Harge. My, we, we got a texter who says that uh, he's got family in clean, is what he said. No, no. <laughs> no, don't tell him that. Yeah, Come baby. on, Texas. <laughs> Put him on there. <laughs> We're trying. I appreciate you, Texter. Staying loyal to the game, baby. <laughs> Come on, Texas. There it is, 254. I'm going to go oh, ahead and put it out there nah, for y'all. Claim it, Jonathan Majors. Hey, you know who else was there? Tia and Tamara. Tia and Tamara. They grew up there. Did they really? Yeah. The twins? The twins grew up there. I didn't know that. Yeah, went to Persian Park. Went to, went to the same church with me, Persian Park, baby. Okay. Before I transferred over to Marlboro. Why does it feel like everybody is, is hey, from Khalid? Because most, most people are military. Think about it. There's a lot of, There's military, a lot folks. of military folks that Rob, come in and out. I'm just waiting until our parents sit us down and your parents here <laughs> and they go, by the way, do you know we used to be in Killeen? Like, I didn't know no. that. Did y'all realize y'all no. got a cousin named Mike? Harsh's going to be claiming everybody before it's all said and done. Uh, okay, can we get to this uh, Big 12 theme? Like, is Big 12 basketball theme song? Oh, my gosh, yes. Is this the best way to describe it? That's this fair. is real. This is what it is. It's the Big 12 uh, basketball anthem. Yes, okay. It's so what it's called. Like, the Big like, 12 Basketball Anthem. Wow. It's just real, people. We are not making this up. This is not some skit or bit. It is entitled No Nights Off, even though the Big 12 usually doesn't play Thursdays and Fridays <laughs> and doesn't have a ton of Sunday okay. games either. Okay, Patrick, don't be worried about them details. Just Come saying on. they mostly Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Try to ruin a good Saturday. thing. Saturday. That's, yeah. we're, trying to, we're trying to enjoy this, uh, this, this anthem for the Big 12. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Every night to battle till the end. The energy in T-Mobile Center on average is a 10. They attack and we defend. The only path is to the rim. No other conference in this country's got this passion for a win. No side of the goal, never put forth the maximum effort. The mission is get a ring. Our goals are final four or better. Every team is full of heart and every game is packed with pressure. It's number after 11, capital B-I-G letters. Big 12. Elite, but how can you tell? Got up twice more than we fail. Heavyweight, that's on the scale. Prevail, can't we hear the talking, but it's quiet after the tip. Use the naysayers as gas. That's worth the Phillips 66. The bigger the game, the better we run. We not the same, second to none. Difference between us and them is the second place instead of the one. Working overtime all the time, what our job's about. That means ain't no calling in or clocking out. We don't take a night off. Any night could be the one. This is why we put in work, let's get it done. We don't take a night off.
right, there you go. That is the uh, Big 12 basketball anthem. Oh. We don't, it's called Night Off? We don't take okay. our night it, it off. <laughs> no nights off. Yeah. And uh, you can't call in. Or, as Bill Self did today, not show up because he was sick. Yeah. Now oh, he's he in the hospital. They true. get well soon, Bill Self. Yeah, not a shot at You Bill can't Self. take a night but, yeah. but he did take a night off, guys. He did just take a night off. Uh, who, okay, so do we know the artist? Uh, it is written by a musician and performer called P.L., who calls himself a professional sports music composer. Whoa! This is like his niche. Yeah. Like sports which means, anthems. Which means he understands, I'm not good enough to put out real music. <laughs> so on. I gotta do these songs. Because I got buddies who found this out a while ago, and they release songs, and all you gotta do is write a song that has like, you can change a couple words in it, yeah. and you re-record it and send it to every single stadium. So like, you know how Texas has mm. a big, tw- has a, a Texas album? Yeah. That has all text songs? So some of those songs I've heard for other teams. Wow. And like a lot of NFL teams, they just be like, NFL will pay you however much money. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, cool, we'll pay you this much for this song. And then you just give them the rights to the song. But all you did was like, there's songs that have colors. Any song that has a color, that is blatantly a song that could be played for any team. Yeah. Because they're just like, just the hey, color. the orange and white, guess what? Now it's a purple and gold. It's a Lakers song. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, just like remember, it. man. That's why I like They it. don't take it on night <laughs> That's why I just like, hey, take a, just take a good hip-hop song and play it in the stadium. <laughs> exactly. You don't, have, you don't have to do this. Just, I guess they don't want to pay for the rights to it. Too. Hey, no, the they, I'm sure T-Mobile gave them something for getting an upfront minute. Oh. Because it's what, I guess that's the Kansas City is where they're playing First at right 10 now. 10 seconds there, of the song. So saying, uh, T-Mobile Arena. And you're like, don't say, it doesn't sound cool <laughs> when, you, when it's a sponsor. I, be, I will say this, and I've talked to uh, like people who study advertising and marketing uh this is why the advertising world does love hip-hop though because no other genres of music really naturally can fit in advertising and marketing like hip-hop hip-hop just randomly drops restaurants or and titles drinks, of fashion drinks, drinks yeah, right yeah. pasta kavasi whatever yeah, like yeah. it's just it, nat- it naturally yeah. throw it in there you know stomping with your efforts was like it's just like naturally had a marketing uh i don't know mentality within hip-hop and i know it and they do it for free like it should make people. It should pay for it, but they do it for free. It's we don't take pretty- no nines. <laughs> I think I if you want to find more, right uh, PL official is his uh, is his Twitter and uh, his Instagram and all that handle. So you can go find more from PL. This is the most love PL's ever gotten right now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll come back. We we'll get into Texas Oklahoma State. We'll preview that matchup. Matter of fact, we're off early because of that matchup. We got the pregame coming up at five thirty. We'll talk about Rodney Terry. Has he done enough? to be named the head coach at the mm, University of Texas and remove the interim tag. We'll have that discussion as well. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The Horn.